Hey you guys, happy Saturday. I hope you have been having a blessed week thus far. And now we're on the weekend and you know, here in Houston we've got some really funky kind of weather, right? So there's not so much that you can really do with the way the weather is. And now, of course, the major disappointment of having to go back into a secluded state, right? I mean, who wanted to do that? Wasn't it nice being able to get out again? And of course, you know, responsibly wearing our masks, but at least you were now able to go back to TJ Maxx and go to the stores and, you know, go to the parks and feel a little bit more comfortable, right? But now there's so much precaution that has to be taken because, you know, a lot of people did not follow the rules uh, like we hoped for. And unfortunately, you know, now we're back at square one, right? What a major disappointment. What a letdown, right? Uh, but with the way COVID-19 is, we don't know what direction it's going to go. That's a beast of its own. We're praying and believing that that beast will be done with, dead, completely gone, because that's what we need in this world. We need to be rid of everything that's coming with the COVID, with the COVID-19 itself. We need to get rid of it and just be completely refreshed and renewed, right? But you know what? During this time, we also have a lot of time to be able to reflect, right? Time to be in solitude, time to make the best of the circumstances. You know, read a new book, take up a book club and get on your, get with your friends on a Zoom call with a book club or any any kind of fun activities nowadays that we can do thank you to the internet right um but today we want to talk about something a little bit different um you know i i I want to share with you a couple of personal things and uh you know feeling a little vulnerable these days uh it's been a hard week for me right i i haven't had that i had a day like yesterday you know how yesterday you went outside here in houston it was like this thick you know, yuckiness out there that was like, it felt like a nasty sauna, you know, it was hot, the air was thick, it was gloomy, humid, and then we had that dust just kind of hovering over the city, so it was kind of nasty, right? And there wasn't much clarity, you know, we were caught up in the, the fogginess of the day, you couldn't really breathe right, you almost felt like you were suffocating, and uh, it made me think about you know, the kind of week that I've had, you know, and I wanted to share with you a little bit about that. So today we're going to talk on the topic of the hard truths when processing disappointments. So that's what I want to share with you. The hard truths when processing disappointments, because, you know, let's get real. I I mean, we can't always sugarcoat everything and believe that life is going to be rainbows and unicorns. It just doesn't happen that way. So I want to I want to sit down. And let's have a real conversation today. Let, let, I'm going to share with you a little bit about what's been going on, and and I want us to have a real, deep, intimate conversation today on the hard truths and how how do we process that? How do we process those disappointments, and and how do we deal with it? So join me on today's podcast. guys thank you for joining me here at living encouraged this is your host Eileen Bocanegra and I am just excited to be here with y'all today I wanted to share a cute little uh, a cute little a quick little update with y'all if y'all have not visited uh, 
blossomflowers.com or livingencouraged.org. I encourage you, get out there, subscribe today. Guess what? When you subscribe, you get our monthly newsletters, you get you know weekly devotions and updates, blog updates. You also get a copy of our digital magazine, She Is Brave. I'm so excited because through the She Is Brave magazine, we have touched many lives. We have reached lives globally and it's exciting to see you know the response that's coming in with with the topics that we've been discussing on there you know the the stories that I've been sharing on there and it's just so exciting to see like the impact that is it's bringing into other people's lives I also want to share with you real quick that you can also check out our merchandise get ready to go shopping for real though you want to check out the She Is Brave, uh, the Brave, I should say, the Brave Collection. I keep saying She Is Brave, but it's actually the Brave Collection. And uh, check it out. Check out our merchandise. We've got some pretty cool things in there. And uh, we also have our new babe t-shirts. So if you're a Bible-waving, Jesus-loving kind of girl, check out the t-shirts. You get it in yellow and in also a... a uh, I'm trying to remember, do we call it rose or something like that? But it's kind of like a pinkish color, so it's pretty cool. You'll love it. It's so cute, so chic. Uh, You definitely want to get yours today. So we're talking about disappointments, right? And processing those disappointments. But what I want to share with you are the hard truths that nobody really wants to talk about. People want to hide behind the disappointing moments in their life and really not be open with it. And who, you know, let, let's get real. You know, we don't want to constantly be reading on social media of what people are going through. We, we want to see the highlights of your life, right? Yes, drama Drama makes money, right? We see it on on uh, on these shows nowadays that these reality shows, they call them reality shows, but let's get real. That's not reality. I mean, let's get for real here. You know, most of that is a skit. Most of it, it's already pre-planned. It's already, you know, pre-recorded and edited. So, you know, not all of it's real. So oftentimes, that, that's what life is like, right? Not everything that you see on social media is real. It's pre-planned. It's photoshopped. Edited up the wazoo, right? I mean, we we can look in social media and we could believe that, man, you know, that their home is so beautiful. That is so great how, you know, they work as a team together and they do everything so great. And it's all lovey-dovey and, oh, look at this relationship. It's so great. I pray to God that I can have a husband like that one. And, And we sit there and we look at, live through the lens that someone has uh, provided for us, right? But we don't see all the previous shots and all the after shots of that one image. We don't see what happens behind the scenes, behind closed doors in that image, right? So oftentimes we just assume that the, the single girl has a great life because she's you know, she looks great, she's healthy, she works out, she eats healthy, she eats at all the finest restaurants, you know, she has the greatest outfits, you know, and we're kind of lushing over her and we're like, oh my God, you know, man, do I miss the single life, right? And then we look at, and we just assume that the single girl has it all together, right? But in reality, we don't know what hard, you know, 
situations she has faced in that single life? What, what disappointments has she faced, right? Then the single girl gets on social media and checks out the married couple's pictures and thinks like, oh my God, I totally want a wedding like that. Oh my God, I want, I love the way they do this and that together. Look at how lovey-dovey they are. Man, they always hold hands, right? I've had that brought up to our attention that that is so cute how you and your husband always hold hands, right? But you know, People see what they want to see, and oftentimes we show what we want people to see, right? That's the hard truth. Let's be real here for a moment. That's the hard truth, that when we're going through something, no one really sees it. Oftentimes we hide behind that disappointment, and we sit cowering away in, in maybe in our room or or in a safe place where we feel we're safe, and we could just you know, let our frustrations out, sitting there trying to figure out what did I do wrong? Was I not good enough? Was it not enough? You know, was I a complete failure? Did I not plan right? Was it not done accordingly? God, where were you? How could you let this happen? Why would you let this happen? You know, we we just veer off into a million different directions. No joke. It's like we, we become this hazard map of like all these detours when all we're trying to do is just live a life of joy, right? Of completeness and joy. But I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to get so real with you right now. Life isn't always filled with joy. Life isn't always unicorns and rainbows. I've mentioned that so many times because I love unicorns and rainbows. My Bella loves unicorns. And, you know, I just bought her one yesterday and I watched how much she played with her unicorn and her new fairy doll that I bought her. And I thought about how innocent, how innocent life is through the eyes of a two-year-old. Worst case scenario is Momo says no to a knack because that's what she says. Momo said no, no knack. That's what she says. In other words, grandma said no to the snack. That's worst case scenario for her. Worst case scenario is girlfriend falls off because she's jumping up and down, you know, on the couch or the bed and she slips and, and, and she gets a boo-boo, right? That's worst case scenario for a two-year-old. But when you're 20, when you're 40, when you're 50, when you're older, you know, the boo-boos get a lot more painful. It, it's a lot more than just Go get you a emoji band-aid or a SpongeBob band-aid or whatever you have in the, the cabinet. It's more than just a kiss on the knee and everything's going to be okay. I remember when I would fall when I was little, I would fall. And I would fall down and I would just go hysterical, right? Because I'm like Bella, right? I'm, I'm like little Princess Bella. And, I, and like Bella, I would go hysterical, right? I would be crying like boohooing all over the place and uh I mean, I mean it would be bad bad right and my dad would come out and he would he would stand over me and I remember that he would stand over me he'd tell me to get up I'm like okay so I would get up and I'm still crying I'm like oh my god you know I'm just devastated because I just fell and I hit my knee and or I fell off my bike and my dad would look at me and he'd look at my knee or my leg and he'd be like oh no and I'd be like, what, what? And he'd be like, you're bleeding, you're bleeding. And I was like, what? And I would look down and I wouldn't see blood. And he's like, you're not bleeding. 
Stop crying. It's not that bad. And I remember that I would look at him and I'm like, okay, that was kind of hard, you know? It, that's, not, that's not the response I wanted, right? But my dad knew that he needed to distract my attention from the, the, the drama, the chaos that I was in in that moment. So my dad would stop me and he would say, oh my God, you're bleeding. But in reality, I wasn't. And then he, once he would distract my attention from the first scenario, he would have me look at my leg. And then I would see that there's nothing there. And he'd be like, you see, you're not bleeding. You're okay. So don't cry. You're going to be okay. You're not bleeding. So, you know, when we look at life in itself, sometimes it feels like, like we're going through that blood gushing, you know, injury, right? That pain is so immense, right? It's so deep, deep in our hearts the pain that we're suffering because of a disappointment, because someone has disappointed us. We set this expectation, and I'm going to be real with you. Remember, we're talking hard truths here. Hard truths when processing disappointments. What's a hard truth? It's not so much that people are always disappointing us. It's sometimes the expectation that we have placed on that relationship. The expectation we have placed on that individual. The expectation and belief that we placed on our life. On our career. Right? We set this standard of how we want our life to be. And when it does not go that way, we are utterly disappointed. So disappointed that that pain penetrates deep, 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 deep into our core. And it jacks everything up. I'm I'm being real here with you. It jacks everything up mentally, emotionally, and even physically. You know, we can be in a relationship, right? You could be in a relationship and you think everything is great. But when you get hit with a major setback, a major disappointment, you get caught up wondering, what the heck? What did I do wrong? Was I not good enough? Was it not enough? Where, where did I lack? What did I do? Right? Has it always been this way? And your mind just reels out of control. Completely chaotic. It's the whole scenario of falling off the bike all over again. And you're crying. You're, you're hurting. You're in pain. Why? Because that pain has dug in deep and penetrated deep, deep, deep into your core. And this whole time... You're leaning on your own understanding. You're trying to figure it out on your own. You're trying to figure out and gather all the, 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 you're looking at the past. You're looking at the present. You're looking at the situation and you're trying to figure it all out and just sum it up and create this hypothesis of what your life was supposed to be like and what actually happened and why it happened that way. Right? But we know that in scripture, We're reminded in Proverbs 3, 5 that it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Why? Because you're going to go crazy. You're going to lose it. You're going to be more focused on falling off the bike. You're going to be more focused on that failed career. You're going to be more focused on the failing marriage. You're going to be more focused on that broken relationship. You're going to be so focused on that that you stop focusing on God. 
you stop trusting God. The scripture goes on to say in verse 6, In all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight. You've hit a snag. You're in a crooked place right now and you're trying to find your way back home. You're trying to find your way to some sort of peace and normality, right? Because that's what happens. It's the hard truth. That's what happens. When we're processing disappointment, we're angry, right? I'm not going to lie. I've been through that. And if anything, I recently went through that. You know, you, you somebody hits you with the hardcore disappointment. And what happens? You're angry. You're hurt. You're vulnerable at this point, right? You're afraid. You're, you're plotting. You're figuring things out, right? But you're not leaning into God. You're not trusting him. And having him create that straight path for you, get you right back on path. You see, that's what the enemy wants to do. The hard truth is the enemy found a way to make you vulnerable, to make you feel unworthy, unloved, less than, ill-equipped, not good enough. He found that sweet spot in you, that sweet spot that tears you apart. Right? Because you're leaning on your own understanding and not trusting God. It's easy. It's easy. We all go through it. I recently went through it. And, and, and as I'm maneuvering through my emotions and I'm maneuvering through my thoughts, through the chaos, through the disappointment, right? As I'm maneuvering through that, I sit there too asking God, why? Help me understand. And all I keep hearing is life's not always unicorns and rainbows. And it's true. Life isn't perfect. Life isn't perfect. Things are going to come into our lives and wreak havoc in our lives. Illness is going to attack. Uh, Layoff is going to happen. I don't wish that on anybody. Never in a lifespan. Never, never, never. I pray against it. I believe and I decree and I declare that, you know, your job is going to be saved. And I sit there and I pray over marriages. I pray over relationships. I pray over over the, the sick. I pray over any circumstance that you're battling, the loss. But I know that, you know, sometimes it's not that God's not hearing our prayers. It's not that God doesn't love us. It's not that God it just, just walked away and said, you know what? I, you've been asking for too much, so I need to go work with somebody else today. So you just got to deal with the situation. and You're, you're going to be all right. No, that's not what God God's doing. But things are going to happen. We look at Job. Things happen to Job. Horrible things happen to Job. And, and God had to, had to do like a, a hard truths reality check with him. And God came in and he's like, hey, hey, Job, let me remind you. Who put the stars up in the sky? Who told the water to come thus far and stop and pull yourself back in to the ocean? Who laid the foundations of this earth? You tell me, Job, who did that? Right? God sat there with Job and had some hard truths come out. 
while Job was processing these disappointments because Job had so much happening at one time. And many of us are reeling through that very same scenario right now. You've got people catching COVID, people getting laid off, people being furloughed, uh, unemployment delays uh, for payments of unemployment being delayed. You've got, you know, relationships falling apart. You've got marriages that, you know, some ugly truths are coming out there and it, it just doesn't look good, right? It doesn't look good. But then you sit there and you, you lean on God and you're saying, okay, God, I'm still hurt. I'm still angry, God, but I need you to help me process through this anger. I need you to help me process through this pain. I have a reality check here for you. I have a real hard reality check here for you. Christians do go through things. Christians do feel things. Christians, in all their holiness, you could be walking around with your Bible, waving your Bible 24-7. You could know scripture from the front of the Bible to the end of the Bible. You could be able to quote it at the top of your head. But guess what? In the face of a disappointment, Christians also get angry, get upset, feel hurt, feel disappointed. And it's okay to go through the process of those emotions. It's just not okay to remain there to a point that you get depressed, to a point that you feel suicidal, to a point that you feel that your world has ended, to a point that you turn away from God and say, you weren't there for me, therefore, what do I need you for? That is not how we process things. Processing disappointments is difficult. I'm not going to sit here, as I was sitting here titling this, titling this, this topic today, The only thing that kept coming to my head was processing disappointment because that's what I've been doing. I've been processing through disappointments, right? Last year, I processed a lot of disappointments. 2019, I thought that was going to be, you know, like, I I didn't know how I was going to get through that year. I, I was processing one thing after another after another and still, still. In all my hurt, in all my anger, in all my frustration, in all my pain, in all my suffering, I was still leaning into God through the processing. It's not easy. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. And I'm not going to tell you that life is easy. Processing through disappointments is easy. I'm not going to say that. But what I am going to say is leaning into God is the best thing that you can do. That's the most solid foundation that you can rest your life on is God. So things may not be going your way. I'm not discounting that. I'm not discrediting that. Maybe your relationship isn't where it should be. Maybe you've been laid off. Maybe you're you're facing a possibility of a furlough and, and you're the sole breadwinner of your home. Maybe that brand new dryer you bought never worked and you can't fathom why. Technicians tell you one thing and then stores tell you another thing, but you know what's right in front of you. Sometimes when we see things that are completely and utterly broken, completely and and utterly dysfunctional, right? We think there's just no way for that to ever work again. I'm going to give you a quick scenario. We bought a new washer and dryer. 
right? Totally disappointed, totally disappointed with where we went. I'm not even going to bash the store and tell you where we went. But what I am going to say is I will never shop there again because I was totally disappointed. I'm going to be real. I was totally disappointed with the service, totally disappointed with the communication process and utterly disappointed with the product. So we were replacing our dryer and we figured, okay, we have this wine colored washer and dryer and we're going to replace them with white washer and dryer, you know, different styles, different everything, different making models, you know, you name it. And we took out the dryer because the dryer was malfunctioning, right? And, and in our eyes, we just chalked it up as a total loss. It was not working anymore, right? At least... That's what our eyes were seeing. So we pulled everything out, washer, dryer, went out, bought something new, uh, messed up, had to go and do it all over again, decided to purchase online, right? Same store. We're going to do this online because we don't have time to be going back and forth. So we did everything online, get the products in, dryer would not work, kept getting an error code completely over and over and over, kept getting an error code call after two days and over two hours on the second day, finally get a hold of somebody that can help me. And when we do this, we, we sit there, we're going through this and I'm frustrated. I'm angry. I'm like, okay, I need to chill out here. And I'm like, Lord, give me grace because girlfriend needs like a big old bowl of grace right now, a big old pot, if anything, because I, I, I just can't handle this anymore. It was just too many things too much one week because that wasn't just one of the, that was just let me just tell you, that was just a quarter of what I was dealing with this week. So, you know, they, you know, after much discussion, we're going to call it a discussion because it was a discussion that went back and forth with the rep. They finally agreed not to make me wait two to three weeks for a new dryer, but they were going to replace the dryer immediately in two days. It, it's amazing what a discussion can, can result in, right? Because they were telling me that if I wanted to replace a dryer, uh, they would send somebody in two to three weeks which is not fair, right? Uh, then they even tried to send a technician to fix the dryer, which you bought a brand new dryer, so why should I have to get it repaired on the day that I connected it? So we go and we have it replaced. They send a new dryer. Again, same code, same issue, telling us that it's not heating. So we couldn't understand what was going on. Technician tells us that, you know, basically it's our outlet. So we couldn't understand how it could be our outlet because everything was working fine before that. So we go and we put the old dryer back in and I'm not joking. And this is only a God thing because there's no other explanation for this whatsoever. But we put the dryer, the old dryer back in place, take out the new dryer and the dryer works perfectly fine. I'm not going to lie. It makes a noise in the beginning. So we've managed to isolate what that is, but it wasn't doing what it was doing before. And it was heating. And I kid you not, I've washed God knows how many loads in these last couple of days since we put the old washer and dryer back in place. What we chalked up as completely dysfunctional, God said, that's what you think. You thought it was broken, but you didn't trust me. Do you see where I'm going with this? Do you see the hard truth that I'm giving you right here, right now? You've chalked up that relationship as completely null and void, completely broken. There is no fixing it, but God's saying, let me handle it. Right? 
you you may think that your career is completely down the drain you're never going to be able to have another job or maybe you think that with this covid you know what you're never going to be able to find a job and you were in the middle of looking for work and disappointment after disappointment and god saying you've chalked it up as a loss but you're not trusting me we know that our plans are not the same as god god's plans God wants your relationship to work, right? But God also knows if you're not putting your part in and that person's not putting their part in, well, guess what? God's going to sit there and he's going to work it out to what he wants for you, right? Because God's plans are different. And sometimes people don't get it when their relationships fall apart you know, and they're, they're sitting there, boyfriend, girlfriend, they fall apart and they're sitting there trying to figure out why it didn't work out. But then later on they meet their soulmate, right? God puts the right person in their path. God puts the person in their path. That's going to drop down on that knee and say, this is what I want to spend the rest of my life with you. While the other person was sitting there trying to still figure themselves out, right? You don't know what God's plans are, but we have to trust them. In uh, Psalm 71, 14, it's a clear reminder that we should remain hopeful despite the disappointment that we're facing while we're going through the processing. Remain hopeful. Psalm 71, 14 says, as for me, I will always have hope. I will praise you more and more. You see, that's what we need to do. Praise him in the storm. Praise him when you have fallen fallen praise him when everything looks dysfunctional and and discombobulated like my brother used to say praise him through the laws I remember when my brother died when he took his life I praised God through my pain through the sorrow through the hurt I praised God I worshiped God I delivered everything to God And I just trusted him with the process of healing of my broken, shattered heart. I trusted God with the healing and brokenness of my family, of my parents, of my nephew, my nieces. I trusted God with all that, with my siblings. And I look today and I see the healing that has taken place. Are we 100% healed? No. But we've trusted him that in that crooked place, God kept us on the path that led us to continue trusting and and to continue healing. You see, the hard truth is when we face a disappointment like that, a sudden loss, a painful, tragic loss, or, or we suffer the loss of someone from an illness, a disease that has just raptured their bodies. It's not easy. I'm going to, I'm going to be the first to tell you, it's not easy to lean into God, but I tell you this, If you don't lean into God, the chaos that comes with the pain and the torment is 10 times worse, 10 times worse than what you're going through right now. I remember falling into a suicidal depressive state when I lost my grandfather. I remember two years of being completely, utterly lost in my pain and sorrow. Why? Because I didn't lean into God. I pulled away from God during that season. And I tell you this much, when God got a hold of me after those two years, God brought me back home. 
I remember that I felt the warmth and the comfort. I started crying instantly. The minute I set foot inside Lakewood Church, I started crying. I felt my knees buckling up. Why? Because I felt like I was finally home. I felt like God had rescued me. And he said, come to me. Look, come to me. You're not bleeding anymore. You're going to be okay. I've got you. Just the way my dad does here on earth. If, if I'm hurting, my dad says, come to me. It's going to be okay. Don't worry about it. I've got you. So I want to leave you with this. Remain hopeful. Pray fervently. Psalm 118, 5 through 6 says, When hard pressed, I cried to the Lord. He brought me into a spacious place. The Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can mere, mere mortals do to me? People are going to disappoint you. You will face many disappointments through life. Do I wish that on anybody? No. I pray that you don't have to. I really do. Authentically praying for you that you do not have to face another disappointment in your, in your life. But know that mere mortals can only do so much to you. They can hurt you. They can torment you. They can break your heart. They can shatter your life and make you feel like your life is over. But guess what? When you're hard pressed, when you're broken hearted, when you're feeling at a loss, when you're feeling like it's just too much, I can't handle it anymore. Pray. Pray fervently. Cry to God. Lean into God. And trust Him to give you the strength that you need to keep pressing forward. And lastly, rest in Him. It's not easy. Oh, it's not easy. But when you do, you're going to see the ease that God puts and restores in your heart. Psalm 117.7 says, Return to your rest, my soul, for the Lord has been good to you. Hold on to that scripture and be reminded to allow your soul, your heart, your mind to rest in him and trust God. Trust God through the process. Trust God through the circumstances that you are facing today. I love you and I pray that whatever circumstance you are faced with today, whatever situation you've got going on in your life right now, I pray that you will remain hopeful, that you will continue leaning into God, and that God will restore that peace within you, that God will bring clarity into your mind, that you're going to be able to see clearly, clearly through your day, and that you will find peace once again. I love you guys, and I'll talk to y'all soon. Hey you guys, this is Eileen Bocaneda with Living Encouraged and I just want to thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I want to leave you with this scripture in Psalm 118 verse 8. It says, it is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in humans. How often have we put our trust into a person, an individual, right? And we're utterly disappointed with something. They disappoint us in a way that we feel like there's just no reconciling. There's just no repair here, right? But when we trust God, God is the God of reconciliation. God is the God of restoration. God is the God of healing. 
God is going to bring healing and restoration into your life the way he sees is best for you. It's just a matter of trusting him. You know, as we talk today about the hard truths of processing through disappointments, you know, we know that life is going to come with its disappointments. And we always pray that it doesn't. We always pray for that divine protection from God, that umbrella, that we can be under that umbrella, safeguarded from the heavy downpour, right? But there are going to be times that we're going to walk into the mud. We're going to step into that puddle. We're going to get caught up in a storm. But I want to tell you that if we just take refuge in God and we stop trusting, you know, man to handle everything for us, right? And we start trusting God instead. We stop leaning into what people can do and, and instead start focusing on what God can do. And if anything, stop trusting in our own human efforts and really truly emphatically trust in God's miraculous ways. Then we're going to be able to live in a life of peace and understanding. We're going to find ourselves hard-pressed, but we are also going to find ourselves in, in a place of peace, in a spacious place that where restoration takes place, where healing takes place, where joy is restored. So I love y'all, and I just wish y'all a wonderfully blessed weekend. And remember, take refuge in the Lord. Take refuge in the Lord, rest in Him, and remain hopeful. I love y'all.